Guys, it's Dr. Inky here. Hi, Dr. Ellie here. And we yes. are on the Two Doc Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we are, man. So hey, looking, you're, looking all, you're, you're looking all hip-hop with lots oh, of money. Lie. Where's your gold chain, man? I got, I got, I got beanie. I got a, this, is my, this is my gold chain. This one can be my, ah, there you my go. gold there chain. You go. Ah, I'll, I'll, I got some blinks on my finger. I will you know? screenshot you. Then I'll put that big dollar sign. You know, just like, <laughs> yeah, like, like big 50 dollar cent sign on everyone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, right. what are we talking so, about this week? Uh. So, we're talking about investments. I think uh, investments come in all shapes and form. I think yes. we just talk about the simple things first, like, you know, like something like uh, investing one hundred and one or or introduction. Investing for yeah, introduction yeah, yeah. to investment. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's assume that I'm the dummy, even though I've got a boardroom yeah. at the back. <laughs> but you got all the dollar sign, so, so the dollar sign. <laughs> you got a dollar sign. I've got this pseudo, you know, background that nobody's sitting there, no one's listening to me anyway. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna talk. We're gonna be talking about uh, investment. We're gonna do yes. the simple investment, um, yes. as introductory for those who are listening in, and you want yes. to just have a rough idea on where to double or make mm. the money grow. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I think when uh, when it comes to investment, um, people always think that it's money. You know, people yes. always think it's financially. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something to do with the dollar sign. Correct. Uh, unfortunately, investment actually has um, the term itself actually has nothing to do with the dollar sign at all. It's mm-hmm. actually just putting in certain things, trading yes. trading something. For that, something that, else. Uh, uh, something for something else. You know, something right. that you have a lot or something that you want or you deem valuable. That's and that's 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 the gist of investment. Correct. So ladies and gentlemen, this is a bit of a trick day. So we're not talking about money in, money back, but it can be yeah. anything. It can be money it can be in anything. knowledge back. It can yeah, be knowledge back. Exactly. time in effort back or, or yeah, gratitude exactly. back, something like that. So yeah, we're talking exactly. about investment in that sense. Oh, tricky, uh, you put a dollar yeah, sign uh, to show bad, me all uh. that. Uh, yeah, so, not bad, not bad. Yeah, la, but end of the day, right? End of the day, all of us also want to know um, how do how, we how do we make more money? You know? Or at least how uh, yeah. we improve our chances yes. to make yes, money yes, or to yes. move forward. To yes, move yes, forward, yes. To, get, to get ahead of life. Yeah. So, Let's kick started. So, Ellie, what was your first investment, or what is the what is the investment that you think that really brought you many returns? I would say the best investment I had would have been to start working early. Oh. So, at the age of fourteen, I actually mm. had my first job during the school holidays. So mm. I worked as a receptionist for my okay. mom's friend uh, who, oh. who ran a curtain shop. So it's a curtain shop. It's a girly, girly place. And I'm there picking up the phone and going, hello. <laughs> curtains and curtains. <laughs> <laughs> it's child labor, man. This is child labor. <laughs> You're not well, supposed to be working at that, yeah, at that age. <laughs> well, it's child labor if they force you. But this is what yeah, the willingness. Force, yeah, yeah. So this was a willingness to, to, to work. And, you know, I, I was in a way thankful that somebody actually wanted to hire me for get, get this 10 ringgit a day. Hey, okay, well, the 10 ringgit a day, I mean, back in your time, you, you can buy a lot of stuff. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so, so the, <laughs> shut up, like you. <laughs> back in your days, 10 bucks goes a long way, man. <laughs> well, to be fair, to be fair, I was aiming to hit uh, just about $100, $120, 120 ringgit. Um, because back then, uh, com- computers did not have 
a sound card. It was yes, all that's right. PC speak. Oh, you're that old also, right? Yes, yes, Welcome. yes, yes. Yeah. yes. So I anyway, uh, remember. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, PCs did not have a sound card. They have the PC speaker, which is yeah. a very sorry sound, uh, yeah, muffled yeah. speaker. So when you play your games, it's like, yeah. that kind of sound, it's horrible. Yeah. Then, cause, and you can't hook up a speaker to it. So you need to put in a slot in a sound card. Then only you can hook up to a speaker. Then you get all the volume for your games and all. That was my aim, just to ah. buy that sound card, and it was a sound blaster, eight bit sound blaster, not even six. Hey, not bad, man. Sound blaster was the was creative lab brand the, to go. No, yeah, the brand it to was go. a brand to go for back then. Yes, but it was the entry level eight bit. So that's how ah. old I am. Eight bit sound. It's okay, it's okay. But yeah, so that was my investment. I think it was very interesting because, uh. I've never had a double in, in any, any form of work prior to that. Mm-hmm. And being 14, um, quite shy actually. And mm-hmm. having to pick up the phone, talk to people, take appointments. Although it's, it seems simple but, and it's a bit boring, but it was still something that taught me. It taught me a lot of patience that you have to mm-hmm. sit there and do nothing and just wait for the phone to ring. And when, when, when someone calls, you've only got a split second to write down exactly what they say, what they want to tell you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get it, you can only ask them back once and you can't go, huh? You actually have to speak carefully, you know, like, I beg your pardon, could you repeat that for me? And when they blah, 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 blah something, you're like, oh, crap. <laughs> and I have, I'll be honest, I probably miss like maybe two or three messages You lost a, a lot of money. La. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't worth paying you the 10 bucks, man. It wasn't worth paying you the 10 bucks. <laughs> well, I, I don't think she's listening in, so never mind. Sorry, Auntie Joyce. It was a long time ago, but thanks a lot for the job. Yeah, so that was my investment. That was my, my, my step one investment in terms of self-investment, um, taking up um, a good two weeks off my school holidays, whereby mm-hmm. back then, Holidays were fun. We were supposed to just have fun, do nothing. At yeah, 14, you were supposed to just chill. Chill. You know, at 14, you're supposed to just chill and not thinking about working. And yet, I I had the opportunity to, to take up two weeks, work something. Very good. And that, yeah, so, and that taught me a little bit of work ethic. So, that was my first um, self-investment. How about yours? Well, my first self-investment was a little bit different. Um, so, it was back in uh, university. I was back here for summer holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, so most people, what they do during summer holidays is they'll chill, you know, they wouldn't do anything for like a couple of months. Some would actually go and attach themselves with in, uh, in hospitals. Mm-hmm. So what I did was during my first summer holiday back, I mm-hmm. knew what I wanted to do long term already. Mm-hmm. So I was always very interested in the stock market. Because mm. I've always seen my dad when I was growing up. I was I always see my dad uh, watch the stock market through his teletext. Wow! Uh, back then, oh, kids, if you do not know what teletext <laughs> is, you are missing out on something, man. It's so, it's, it's television. It's television. It's just in text. You press the channel and it goes all just text, 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 text. Yeah, it's like numbers and words. That's all. No graphics, you know. It's like watching. No it's like watching the airport arrival board. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so uh, I would always watch my dad watch teletext. So, he mm-hmm. would check out on his stocks, he would check new counters. And I always found it very, very intriguing. La, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, the, the market goes up, the, the market goes down. So, and I knew that it's a long-term play. So, mm. I wanted to get the basics. All right. Um, nobody wanted to teach an 18-year-old 
the basics, right? Mm. So um, it was difficult. You know, there were there were there were no internet. Mm-hmm. Um, I if I wanted to learn about stock market, I need to go out either um, to work in a, at the remisers office or to go and buy books. And books back then were expensive, like yes. you know, bucks. Just for just for a book teaching about basics, uh, basic right. tips on us uh, on a stock market investment. There was no YouTube back then. The YouTube, yeah, there was no YouTube back then. Yeah. yeah. So what I did was, um, I uh, one of my dad's friend hmm. uh, actually works as a remiser right. uh, in one of the investment firms. Okay. So I actually asked whether I could do a one month attachment with him. Wow. Okay. Yeah, just do a one month uh, attachment. So I had to write in a formal letter to the investment mm-hmm. firm saying I'm just a I'm just a student. I'm here to learn. I'm not here to steal steal the uh, the uh, the corporate uh mojo their, 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 yeah, the corporate mojo or anything. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so I was there for a month sitting beside him, he mm. was the remiser, he was teaching me everything. All so right. um, same thing as well. Even they also have a computer with all tax. It's just mm. like tightly tax, except okay. they could they could key in offers, they could see real-time offers coming in and out. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was interesting because mm-hmm. he would make calls. All right. right. Yeah. So be, uh, basically back then everything was done through the phone. So okay. he'll pick up the phone. Um, either he get uh, new leads or new customers coming in, or he would then have to call the phone, pick up the phone, and inform his current clients. Mm-hmm. Oh, your your portfolio is making money. You know, right. Do you want to? You know, do you want to hold on? Do you want to sell? Or mm-hmm. however, I have. I know. I I uh, from 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 what I see, and maybe you should hold, or maybe you mm-hmm. know you have made enough. You should sell. Mm-hmm. So he taught me the basic tips of stock market investment. Hmm. But. The main thing that I learned from it was that stock market investment, no matter how much data or charts that you actually see, mm-hmm. the one thing I realized, it actually runs on human emotions or human yes. psychology. That's the oh. one thing I actually learned about stock market, uh, yes. stock, stock market, uh, uh, about investing in the stock market. Yes. It's basic human psychology 101. Yes. When people are afraid, people mass sell. When people yes. are greedy, they just buy no matter the price. Correct. Even though the price doesn't justify, you know, it's not a justified price, they will just buy. So Correct. everything is filled by emotions. It's just like what has happened to glove stocks, rubber oh, yeah, stocks. Glove stocks. Yeah, this is, that, that is bullshit, man. It just <laughs> goes up. See, it just went do you, up. Do you see today's uh, mass encounter? No. Massing announced uh-huh. that they are oh, going yeah. into the glove yes. market. Yes. Their stocks pop 30%. Yes. yes. That's it. Just an announcement. That's what it. What the hell, man? And it's a property company going to in, going to glove. Oh my god. It's just an announcement and they're already up 30%. And 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 tomorrow, if Trump just says we don't like Malaysian rubber, it'll drop. Yeah, exactly. It'll drop 60%. Exactly. 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 So everything is actually human psychology. So mm-hmm. that's the main thing I actually learned about uh stock market uh, in investing. The second thing I actually learned about stock market investing is don't put all your money in one stock. Go in one step at a time because that actually burns a lot of people. Yeah. Good, so good. I was there for a month. I learned a lot even though I didn't really officially start uh, investing in stocks until mm-hmm. I was like 25, 26. Mm-hmm. There was like maybe seven, eight years down the line. Mm-hmm. But that one month Taught mm-hmm. me a lot of things about the stock market. Taught me how the stock, how how the market actually ran. The mm. market is actually controlled by 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 certain large corporations and fueled by emotions. human emotions, mm-hmm. humans fear, human greed. 
Yes, yes. Yeah. That that's the main driving force. Yes, that is. Okay, okay this is a question I want to ask. These days, right, when we look at the stock yeah. market real time, they've got all these yeah. charts. They've got all the, the mm. bar charts, the candlestick yeah. charts, and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And then they've got the prediction charts, yes. blah, blah, blah. How was it back when, you know, in your old age now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How was it back then? Did yeah. they have charts or, or what was the mechanism so, of monitoring? Yeah. So, so back then, back then, they would not really monitor all the counters. They only mm. monitor some of the large counters mm. and they will manually draw the charts. And this oh. was like back in the year, uh, probably in the year 1999 or 2000. Mm-hmm. There was, and this is, after the the ninety seven um, Asian crisis, mm-hmm. so back then uh, there wasn't any um, um, software that could mm-hmm. create charts real time for you. Mm. Uh, you would need and and there was no Excel sheet back then. It was mm-hmm. uh, Lotus one two three. Mm-hmm. So you would have to manually draw the chart yourself. Mm. You would have so, to manually draw the chart yourself. So literally, in other words, it'll be like you know one or two person manning just yeah. a couple of counters. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's right. They, they were yes. that specialized, right? Yes. So, so different remisers or different mm. stockbrokers focus on different industry or, or different counters. Mm-hmm. And the moment they realize something's happening in their counter, they will mm. then share it with the other remisers mm. within, the, you know, within the same hall. Mm. So they'll tell him, oh, I think something's happening. You know, the, mm. the stock is going to go up or the stock is going to crash. Mm. And then they will then, back then, right, there were a lot of insider trading. So they would then mm. call up their friends working in that company. You no, know, is your company doing anything? Uh, of course, you know, insider trading is illegal. So yep. of course, uh, you know, so, but, mm. but people will give a little bit hints here and there. Mm. So, yeah. So hence, that's, that, that's how they would then advise their clients. Oh, I think you should hold or no, mm. I think you should liquidate and move your money somewhere else. Mm. But yeah, again, it wasn't really based on stats neither was mm. it based on all this um current um all these uh, japanese candlesticks and mm. all these uh, all these charts yep. back then i mean it is how it is how stock market has always been mm. it's always based on 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 human emotions yep the emotions and the chance and a little bit of gamble but ultimately yep. you're right it's still a little bit of inside training they already know what's yeah, going to happen yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they know a little bit of the political scenario the geopolitical scenario the economical yes. political yeah, yeah. geo yeah, yeah. geopolitical economic whatever scenario yeah oh. yeah so the one thing mm. that, that my dad's friend actually told me is it the world's largest casino mm-hmm. stock market mm. right you need to play the long game yeah. in order to win just like any gambler mm. when you when you go in for the first time you know you mm. don't know how to gamble you you would definitely lose money yep. so you need to play the long game in order mm. to win yeah but end of a day the house always wins. Correct. The house always wins. You <laughs> the house are, always wins. You, you, they will play by the margin. Even if yes. you win today, nine yeah. fellas have to lose to yes. pay you, but exactly. the house will still take the average Yes, winnings. that's right. That's right. Yeah, the so house that, always wins. Yeah. So I think the challenge, not challenge, I, I, I think like now, I've, I've seen some stock market. Um, I've, mm. you know, well, let's, let's skip that first. My my dabble um into this kind of trading was mm-hmm. in forex. Mm. Uh, this was back in twenty oh eight, twenty oh nine. Mm-hmm. Yep. So during that time, um. Start, things start to get a little bit savvy. There were apps and they were, yes. uh, they were you, you could do it through your phone. Um, actually, the phone not that good. Phone was actually just numbers. On the on the laptop, you could still see the, the charts and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, then I went into Forex. 
I don't know how I got myself into probably it's one of those ads that says, you know, money, money, and you know. And I thought, okay, let's see if I can play this game. Um, so I went in. I, I would say I've burned not that much, I, I, but it's still a lot. I, I think I burned close to about five or six thousand ringgit. Um, lost everything, like seriously lost everything. Um, despite trying to see, trying to watch some videos, they make it sound so simple. Yeah. And, and they give you that simulation account yes. and my account made money. Wow. <laughs> yes. It always makes money. My, my, my simulation simu- accounts always makes money. Simulation account double up the investment in, in, in a week and I got so excited. Oh, I'm a genius. So I went in real time and well, made some. Then you get some lose more. Net loss, basically. Net loss. <laughs> then you top up thinking that you'll at least break even and pull out. Yeah. Um, then you win a bit, then you yes. lose a little bit more. Yeah. At the end of it, it's I realized um, each time I top up, I saw the pattern that I'm just no different from a gambler. Yes. I'm right. trying I'm trying to leverage and, and double to, double or nothing kind of thing. Yeah. Um yeah. and 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 it was bad. So by then I burned enough and I, I really quit. I quit. I've, I've never gone back into it. Ever. Really? Ever. Yeah. So, yeah. Forex is not is not my thing. I'm yeah. not a big fan of Forex because uh, if you it's think worse, the stock market is it's worse yeah, than, it is, yeah. If you think the stock market is manipulated, the the Forex is worse. 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 Forex is worse. Absolutely makes no sense. <laughs> yes. Yes. And and it's a longer trading time. Like share yes, market, stock right. market is a short period of time. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. You, you trade morning to the afternoon, then there's a break, then yeah. the evening yeah. trade, yeah. and that's it. And unless, you, closes, yes. unless you're gonna do multiple markets, but yeah, forex starts on Japan opening time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It ends never, on, it never stops, and it never stops. And it stops when LA sunsets. You know. Yeah, or, LA sunsets. Then a couple of hours. Then then Japan starts. Japan starts yeah, all over so, again. Yeah, so forex uh, forex never stops, and, and and most of the big movements of forex actually happens when we are asleep. Correct. It happens <laughs> when, when we when, are asleep. When, when we Our are time zone and, is gone. Yeah. When, when America's awake, when Europe's awake, ah, then that's when most of the stuff happens. Yeah. So, so I mean, other than that, other than uh, stock market and uh, Forex, what, what other investments have you done which you have done relatively well? Well, um, that would be more into doing the uh, investments accounts or doing, um, um, what's that? Uh, the one that I did with the Kananga investment thing. Ah, oh, the unit trust, U- is it? Unit trust. Oh, I'm not yeah. sure. Do they call it unit no, no, trust? No, 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 no. It's not no they trust. don't call it unit trust. They, they, trust. they call it investment funds, like, basically. Yeah, investment funds. Basically, yeah, it's it's funds, something like unit trust. Like the whole something like a unit trust. Mutual yeah. funds, like mutual funds. Yeah, mutual, it's something like, like mutual yeah. funds. Like public mutual kind of funds. So yeah. so I've done I've done public mutual funds and um I I always benchmark investments against EPF. Oh yeah, definitely have to. Yeah. So, so anyone out there, if you're listening, um, uh, you, you're just about to start, always just look at your EPF. So EPF is yes. paying you between five to 6%. Yes. Then your investment better you have to pro- pay more than pull that. back more than that. If it's just yes. like one, 2% above that, the it's amount of risk and, and headache is not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not worth it. Just, then you just leave your money in, in, in EPF. EPF. Don't think EPF. about it. You can sleep <laughs> yes. well. Well, if you only yeah. make like 2% above EPF, please don't jump for joy. It's, it's a waste yeah, of time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I, 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 a lot of people talk about that and then uh, I jumped on the bandwagon and again, this was dumb because I didn't do any research. So went into the public mutual one. Um, well, there's always two sides of the story. Some people say it all depends on your, your monitoring and also your fund manager. Yes. Yes. But 
again, today's topic is about investments for idiots and yeah. idiot. So as an idiot, I went in and after f- five years, it just like 1% below EPF. <laughs> my, net gain, <laughs> my net gain was a net loss of 1% below EPF. If I had just kept it in there for the last five in years, I would have made more than taking it out, putting in some investment. And then by the time it broke even, not even broke even, it's just below the breaking even level. So that was a bad one. Um, before finally, I did spend a little bit more time finding out the right person and, and maybe also just a stroke of luck going in at the right time and everything. So now with the current one, at least it's faring uh, much better. Um, it's good. It's yeah. very, very good. So it's okay. But again, total idiot. So I think I represent the masses of, of idiots uh, when it comes to this um, uh, money investment. Um, well, I think it's actually the same. I think end of the day, right? End of the day, you can learn as much as you want from dummy accounts. You mm. know, you can learn as much uh, from online blogs or from books. But nothing beats the real experience of putting your, your own real money in mm-hmm. and watching the market grow or shrink. And you will then realize once your own money is in, mm. it's different. Correct. You know? Yeah, it's totally different. And everybody, before they start making money, I would think people generally will lose money first before they actually start making. So yeah. hence, yeah, so hence when you go in a, into any investment, never go all in. Yeah. Right. To anyone listening, never go all in. Never, never think that you know what. I think I've done quite well. Uh, I'm gonna put all my money. I'm gonna loan. I'm gonna borrow money and put in mm. some more. Uh, that that that, 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 that is that. how people go. That's how people go bankrupt. Yes. Right. So go in, go in a little bit. Yep. Lose the money, but use it as a tuition experience. Scheme. Yeah. Yes. Learning experience. Correct. You know. Correct. Everybody needs to lose a little bit of money first. Yeah. And then it's how you handle the, the loss, loss of money. Or the gain yes. of knowledge. Or, yeah, or the gain of knowledge, yeah. Or so you have to go through the wisdom. entire yeah. So a lot of times, right, a lot of people don't uh, don't talk about it. But yes, it's when you lose money in investment and you get mm-hmm. those sleepless nights and mm. you kick yourself in the in, in the ass, you say, you know, I shouldn't have done that. Should... But everyone needs to go, every single investor has to go through that cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, where, mm-hmm. where, whereby you've made money, you have the euphoria, yep. and then you've lost money, and now you have that 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 depressive state. So everyone needs to go through that cycle. And once you, you have mastered controlling your emotions, mm-hmm. then that's when you truly will start making money in any sort of investment. Correct. By then, you would also know what's your appetite and what do you yes, want. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yes. So your risk appetite. Your risk appetite. Are you a high risk taker, mid yes. risk taker, low risk taker? And exactly. what form of investment suits yes. you better? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there, 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 are, there, are multiple, there are multiple forms of, of investment out there. It's not only mm. in stock market, it's not only forex, mm. it's not only mutual funds, you know, there are tons of it out, out there. Really, like what Ellie said, depends on your your risk, your appetite risk, right? Whether you are you know you want to risk a lot or if you want to play it safe. Mm-hmm. So for me, I am not a big fan of property investment. Mm. Right, I'm not a big fan of property investment because I'm a risk taker. Mm. So I don't like waiting long term for my money to come back. Mm-hmm. Right, and then the next thing I do, I what I don't really like about property investment is liquidation um, takes long liquidation time. Liquidation, so. yes, mm. that's right. Liquidation takes a long, long time. Plus, so for me, i yeah. You don't always get to sell at the price that you want. Yes, that is right. That you know, right. You, you you buy, let's say at let's say half a million, yeah. and then it hits supposed to be you know everyone's selling at 1.2 and you want to sell at 1.2 and nobody wants to buy at 1.2 yeah 
exactly. Then when exactly. you say at 1.1, although you already made 600, but the greed says, I, I didn't I lost a hundred thousand, you know. It's worth yes, one point exactly. two, but I can only sell one point one. It's it's annoying. Yes, and it is. Yeah, it's annoying. So again, you're right. That's also not really my cup of tea. That yeah. That, that, property that, is not my cup of tea. I would probably no, for, put in if there yes. was excess cash and just like dump it ah. and don't think about it. It's not it's not so much of a property, but it's more like a savings account. Yes, exactly. That probably exactly. would gain more rather than FD. Yes. So, they actually did a, I think they actually benchmark, I wouldn't say the benchmark, they actually, they actually did a, um, a retrospective charting. So, they said, right, in the Klang Valley and in Penangs and all these um, um, so-called uh, prime areas, mm-hmm. your, property, your property only uh, appreciates 5 mm-hmm. to 6% per year, the value. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, 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 you only appreciate 5 to 6% per year, which is roughly according to EPF as well. Right. Right, it appreciates five to six percent. But of course, the, the difference between property and of course EPF is there is a possibility that your property might suddenly be more valuable. Yes. You know, overnight, example, you know. There's yeah. an MRT station out of the blue. Yes, exactly. There's a highway exactly. where so the it, entrance is hundred meters away from your house. Yes, uh, exactly. that it works. Yeah, exactly. And then you can always rent it out, you know, for for uh, for supplementary income. You know? mm-hmm. So that's 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 a good thing about property. But again, and as just just like you, you know, I'm not a big fan of property. So I don't really. If you ask me to invest in property, I say uh, no thanks, lah. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's still for me, it's still the it's still the stock market because mm-hmm. I enjoy I enjoy mm-hmm. the ups and downs. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy the ups and downs. I love it when it makes money, and I love it when I lose money. As 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 the Cantonese say, yeah, ling tak hei fong tak tai yo. Yes, exactly. exactly. If, if, which literally translates to, if 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 you can lift it, you can also let it go. Right? Yes, exactly, exactly. So, um, what let's sort talk, of let's, other investments? Let's know? let's talk a little bit about uh, since we, we I, I I've touched yeah. on, on the um, forex. Um, mm. I think I just want to caution some people out there. So these days, there are a lot of people who will be texting and you know um, trying to get you into this uh, property thing. Um, mm. I get I get random people texting on Facebook and then mm-hmm. saying, "Would you like uh, to invest in this?" And they start sending me charts, even though I didn't say anything. They start showing charts about how they make uh, forex, like you know. Yes. Uh, thousand USD per day and yep. they, they just get into the whole thing with you. Yep. So I think as someone who's been in, got burned a little bit, um, I just want to caution our, our listeners and our viewers out there that when it comes to Forex, number one, it is not a fair game. Number two, mm. you're not protected by Bank Nagara because it's, yeah. it's not literal, it's not legal in a way yeah, in this country. It's not, it's not legal. <laughs> you can do it but it's not recognized. So yeah. it also means if you get burned, PIDM will not cover you. Mm, true. So you cannot say, true, oh, true, true. I put in, you know, um, Bank Nagara is supposed to protect me. This thing is happening in the country. The companies were just in Malaysia. Why isn't there anyone protecting us? We are in the back end. FYI, everyone, you're not covered by PIDM, which yes. means there's no insurance for your investment. If you burn, you burn. If they cheat, they run away. I'm sorry. It's as good as you invest into a Ponzi scheme and, and, and yes. got out of it. So exactly. be very careful. And the other thing that can happen and has happened to one or two of my friends is that they made money, but they couldn't withdraw. 
Ah, okay. So yeah. those are not really forex companies, right? Those are more like Ponzi, Ponzi scheme companies then. No, they still they, they still go by the, the, the whole forex thing. You know, you have to go for the classes and then they show you the charts. Mm. And when time to withdraw, they don't want you to withdraw. Ah, true, 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 true. Yeah. And apparently they prey on a lot of people to bring them into these classrooms and they, they make it sound so simple that they've got yes. this manager who will yes. give you the signal to buy, mm. yes, signal, signal sell. to sell, yeah. and you will just make money because mm. they are waiting for one day when they forgot to signal you and you crash and burn, then you owe them yes. money. Yes, that's right. That's mm. right. That's right. That's I right. got a feeling they're more like alone companies, you know. They, they... <laughs> maybe, maybe they are, they are affiliated uh, for, you know. Maybe they're affiliated for, you know. <laughs> the crossovers. Uh, uh, all right. So other investments. Um, let's see. Uh, how about you? What, what are the investments? Uh, um, have you done or do you know? Um, I know of a lot of different different form of investments, and nowadays the in thing to invest is into uh, is what they call um, crowdfunding, right? Ah, the crowdfund yes. companies, yes, correct, correct, the crowdfund companies. That means that oh, you know, uh, this uh, company A or company B, um, they are they are looking to raise funds, so mm. they want you to they are, they are looking for crowdfunding, and you would think that oh, it's crowdfunding, your risk is minimally low mm-hmm. because. Mm-hmm. Not only are you putting in money, but maybe tens or hundreds of other people are putting money as well. Mm-hmm. And um, you assume that everyone has done their, their due diligence, check mm-hmm. out the company. Mm-hmm. So the, the one thing I don't like about crowdfunding is this. You don't act exactly own your shares. Yes. Yes. There's you no- actually put your money in, into a holding company, which yep. is controlled by someone else, mm-hmm. and they invest in, on your behalf. Yep. So you don't get to liquidate whenever you want. You know, you, you don't go like, you know what, I'm a, I'm a shareholder in a company. I want to go and complain. Actually, you can't really complain. Because you didn't buy shares. You, you didn't buy share into the company. You bought share into the holding company that bought shares into their company. Mm. Who so sort of though, like give you a fixed return and that's it. Yeah. So they can claim, la, they can give you a return. La. Mm. Nowadays, they, they are, the people are smart. They give you vouchers. You know, you cash voucher. You can come to our, our establishment. Example, maybe the establishment is an F&B. You know? mm. Oh, if you invest uh, this amount, you can come to our establishment, uh, redeem a little bit of cash voucher and eat for free for like mm. one meal. Mm. So, but, then the risk is whereby if anything does go wrong, they don't, you not cannot, yeah. yeah, you cannot claim anything back from the company because you're you're not a direct investor in into the company. Yes. So even if they liquidate and then as uh, they need to pay the creditors and whatever's mm-hmm. left, they will then liquidate and pay out to their shareholders. Mm-hmm. You don't get a single dime. Yep. You don't get a single cent out of it. So crowdfunding. As much as it's the in thing and approved by the government, mm. I still think it's a little bit dodgy la, yeah. for most parts. Because the amount of due diligence that they're going to give it back to you is not much. Plus, they had yes. don't, they're not responsible to you. You're responsible to make them rich, but they're yes. not responsible to feed you back or, or liable to pay you back if anything goes wrong. Yes, I think crowdfunding yes. started off quite innocently. You remember the days of Kickstarter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It you was know? Kickstarter. Yeah. So yes. so back then was people really wanted to build something or mm. you know In- they, invention. They, they had a yeah, invention, they had, they had a dream project, but they mm. didn't have enough cash. So Correct. they just want to crowdfund maybe a thousand bucks, two thousand yes. bucks. You know, yep. people that chipped in a dollar each and then they managed to actually crowdfund. Yeah. But nowadays crowdfunding is more towards like huge corporation. Huge corporations, yeah. Mm. Huge corporations asking for money. Yep. Well, I mean, why? If, if you're doing so well, you can always mm. go to a bank and ask for a loan. 
Yeah, because the bank is not going to approve them. Bank has done yeah, their due diligence. Exactly. The, yeah, exactly. The bank has really done their due diligence. The bank and knows that these guys are at high risk. No, mm, thing, no way the bank I, doesn't I want to give them. Yet, yet people who said, I want the, you know, the scheme cepat kaya, I'm going to invest yeah, in yeah. this guy. Yeah, yeah. Because, and then all, they, always, they always give you the, the same corny uh, uh, backstory. You know? Mm. Oh, you know, uh, back then, uh, so-and-so invested in Facebook. He put 50,000 in, now he's a billionaire. Mm. Yeah, that is like a one in the one in the literally one in a billion shot yeah, yeah. you know there are there are there are a billion other suckers who lost money in the in the same kind of scheme correct you know, it's just one guy who made money out of it and he was a direct investor you know he mm. didn't go through all this crowdfunding mm. well as i say again the house always wins you yeah, sorry. The house always wins. yeah yeah, yeah so yeah but remember the days when when uh, let's digress a little bit when it talks about investment so uh when kickstarter one of their famous mm. thing was the pebble watch Oh yeah, yeah, Battle Watch. Yes, yep. uh, that yeah. grew to quite a large a company. Quite a large company. So they were quite the ones company. who directly challenged the um, Apple uh, Watch, the Apple Watch, and also yes. the Android first generation. They look yes. the best. Yes, they look nice. the best. Stylish. They, yes, they, did. they they literally beat Apple Watch generation one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the bit. So, yeah, yeah. So 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 in that sense, the the crowdfunding actually worked because it was a bunch of guys who think that they can create a better product. Mm-hmm. And they actually didn't ask for a lot of money. Not much. Not much. They, yeah, they asked for like maybe a tens of thousands of US dollars. Yeah, I think and I think they, Max it hit about like maybe about hundred thousand US dollars, and that's it. Yeah. But to be fair, they would say you can buy, you invest, and we will give it back to you in a watch. Yes. So you'll be the first, let's say, five hundred people who owns the watch. So you had yep. the bragging rights before they went mm. into full production and sold it. Yep. 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 Yeah, but Kickstarter doesn't actually uh, guarantee whether you actually get your product or not. So I actually bought a couple. So I actually so-called uh, invested a couple of products on a Kickstarter. Mm. I got a, I got a couple. One mm. actually didn't 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 turn up because oh. uh, what what happened was they actually hit their target. Mm-hmm. It was way above the target, and they okay. were doing manufacturing. Uh-huh. And of course, you know things went wrong with uh, with manufacturing. Okay. So um, end of the day. After like half a year, whereby where was it was due past their 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 deadline to actually um, ship it out. Mm-hmm. Six months later, they actually apologizing. You know what, guys? We've spent all the money. There's nothing much that we can do. Of course, mm. people were angry. They say, "Oh no, you cheat our money. You should give us back." But if you actually read the TNC on, on Kickstarter, mm. they already mention it. Please, mm. this is not a platform to buy products. It's a platform to help inventors. Yes. So do not expect anything in return. Mm. Yep, because you put in with the hope that you might make the world yes, a slightly better place. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah, but it, it became like a few buying future products place. Yes, that's right. That's yeah, right. and then after that, I think by now there's just way too many, and Kickstarter just sort of like disappeared. Yeah, I think I think that they're not that popular these days, really. Yeah, they've taken over by those big corporations. Yeah. yeah so yeah. other forms of investment. Um. Well, let's move digress away from just plain financials. Mm-hmm. Um. I would say um development, self development. One of the best uh, investment I did was to actually subscribe to um, audiobooks. Ah. Audiobooks. So it's not, I mean, it sounds expensive, but for 15 US dollars, which sounds mm-hmm. a lot as a subscription, mm-hmm. although we pay a lot, when you know, Netflix comes out to 40, this comes out to 60 ringgit a month mm-hmm. for audiobooks. But okay. I subscribed for about six months and I loved it because it sums up a lot of books into a very digestible 15 to 20 minutes um, segment. 
You don't need to read it. Someone's reading it out for you. They summarize it for you. And if you like it, of course, you can go back and go purchase the book or, or reread the text. But it was my best friend for Traffic Gems. Ah, yeah. Traffic Gems. I think this was the days before there was that many podcasts on Spotify. Mm-hmm. So uh, back then, audiobooks were... Um, much more favorable because it was actually real summary of, of books. Mm-hmm. So I was averaging like, I think about 20 or 30 books a week. Oh, that's uh, a lot. Yeah. Although some... 20, 30 books a week is a lot. Yeah. Then, then I realized one thing about self-help books. I, I don't know why. Because, you know, when you click one, then they sort of like just link you to the next few. Yeah. After you listen to the third self-help book, it's like, oh, same thing repeated. Yeah, it's actually roughly the same thing. Roughly the same thing. So yeah, that's just paraphrase it. Correct. They just paraphrase to something <laughs> else different. It. But it yeah. was just interesting to, 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 to you know, fast forward and, and learn something out of it. And sometimes some books actually, then you realize, oh, a lot of it is just a lot of fillers inside. Uh, your, yeah. digest, your real points is as good as just 50 pages. Out of yes, a three hundred right. page book, so that's but, right, that's right. But that was a good investment for me, and and I think I'm I'm currently reading this book, and it, it says that if you think of converting your traffic jam time instead of listening to mm-hmm. music and you listen to something productive, yep. um, whether it's an audio book or podcast, uh, for those of you who who are tuning in, yeah, just listen to the two docs. It's also very educational yeah. Yeah, in some ways. It is it very is. very educational. Yeah, it's two doctors who has gone yeah, through a lot in exactly. life telling you and summarizing <laughs> life for you. So anyway, <laughs> if you assuming like for, for me, it takes about 30 minutes one way back. So that's one hour of commuting per day, five days a week. And uh, let's say over 52 weeks, five times 52, that's as good as 250 uh, hours in a year. That actually sums up to be as good as one or two semesters in a university. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I actually totally agree with you because um, if you're stuck in traffic or if you're in public transport, you know, you're Mm. sitting around doing nothing. Hmm. Um, rather than just listen to music of course uh, music is soothing it calms you you know it distresses you but at the end of the day or it gets you hyped up before Hmm. before your day pop by a a podcast or an audiobook Mm -hmm. whether you know whether if you want a a fact or a fictional book you know it's it's Mm -hmm. really up to you but you get to learn stuff from it Mm. and yeah just by just by passively digesting it you can actually pick up a tip or two Correct. to actually improve your life. And uh, yeah, even, even for me, one of the things that I look forward to, unfortunately, there's, a, there's the whole MCO thing. One of the things I actually look forward to on a yearly basis, right, mm-hmm. is actually to go to the Big Bad Wolf sale. Ah, yes. Right. Yes. The reason why I like to go to all these Big Bad Wolf sales, uh, mm-hmm. it's because there's, uh, uh, there's a lot of these uh, self-help books, mm-hmm. business books, mm-hmm. generally good ones on, yep. on super you know, um, discounts. Mm. You know, usually like 70, 70 to eighty percent off. So mm. I will, I will, I will buy a stack of them, maybe 10, 10 to fifteen, mm. and then I would slowly read them throughout the entire year. Yep. Because, because, yeah, because Beware Wolf only comes once a year. Yep. So I read out through the entire year. So mm-hmm. every year I will go through that 10, 15 books, a uh, different 10, 10 to fifteen books, mm-hmm. depending on what I want to learn at Correct. that particular point in time. Correct. Correct. And I do agree with you that self-development is actually one of the best investments. Yes. Because yeah, it allows you to grow mentally. It allows yes. you to to it allows you to mature, mm-hmm. and it allows you to actually learn a lot of other things yep. without really um, 
spending too much time or too much money mm-hmm. uh, uh, gaining experience. You can actually gain it through other people's experience first, mm-hmm. right? Get a little bit of motivation from there. So at least there's a platform for you to start whatever you want to do. Mm. One thing I find about self-help books as an investment that's very interesting is that you have to go through that, that hardship in life first. You have to go through yeah. the shit. You have to you know, have bad experience in the job, bad experience with, with, yeah. with your staff. You have to you know, got nearly sacked or nearly, nearly gone bankrupt, that kind of feeling. Then when you read the self-help books, they somehow open up a, a, a new revelation. And reading yeah. the same book twice on a different time in your life actually will give you a different perspective. That so, is true. Mm, so that, that is also one of the best things. Um, I recently just bought, I think about four or five books and one of it is by Brian Tracy. He talks about selling, um, mm. how to close a sale. Chapter mm. one was so captivating. It's 40 pages for, for the first chapter. I thought it was just introduction, but for 40 pages, I'm glued to it word after word after word. And one of the one thing that, that I read and I probably want to commit to myself is to wake up an hour earlier each day and just spend an hour reading a book. Ah, that is good actually. Mm, just to spend one extra hour. So literally have to sleep an hour earlier, wake up an hour earlier. So uh, don't need to do all the exercise if you're too lazy, but just do the mental exercise. Just read. Even yep. if you're slow, having a coffee, having some tea, having some breakfast, just read. Doesn't matter if it was five pages, 10 pages or whatever it is. Just run through. Because he says, which I think is true, if even so don't pick heavy, heavy books. Pick things which are easily digestible. Yes. And I've got this rule of thumb. It has to be large enough fonts. I don't want to squint. <laughs> I'm a bit of yeah. a I'm a bit of a child. No, no. I'm a bit of a child when it comes to reading because I don't want to no, no, no. squint. I understand. I understand. I totally understand. Um, I want to see that it's easy read. Pictures, no picture doesn't matter, but must have that font size which is just nice, not too thick. It has to be about that 200 page max thing. And, and that's fine. Yeah. Because it's easy read. It, I totally understand. I and, totally get you. So, so what I do when I go to Big Bad Wolf, right? Hmm. Because you can only, they, they give you a synopsis of the book at the back. Right? Yeah. But you do not know whether it's an interesting book or not. So what right. I do, I usually just flip the pages. Yep. Yes. One of the few things that I actually look at is the fonts. Whether the fonts is easy to read or not. Yeah. Whether they paragraph it nicely or not. Yes. So that you know that it's, it's jumping from one point to the next point. Yes. Then I'll just do a, like a quick couple of seconds of flip. Like, uh, oh, no, no, I don't think I'll, I'll be able to read this. I'll keep yep. it aside. Yep. Then I'll take something else and I'll flip again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I do that all the time, though. I'm, I'm very, I'm very partial towards that, especially when it's all this business kind of books. If it's like mm. once in a while, I like to read a bit of a novel, then that's fine. Whatever comes, and it's my favorite author, that's fine. But if it's anything that's gonna be on this serious talk, I, I like them at two hundred pages. That's it. I don't like them at three hundred, four hundred. I don't want a dictionary or an encyclopedia. I want to have that motivation that says, "I mind mine butcher." In less than two weeks, ideally one week. But in less than mm. two weeks, that whole yes. book finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then, yeah, you know, you can, finish book. You, you can put it on that completed list. And <laughs> as it stacks up, you feel like, oh, I've done something this year. <laughs> it's a bit of a pseudo achievement. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So self-development. So, so self-development is still one of the best investments, mm-hmm. uh, I, w- I would still say, um, compared to everything else. Because um, money comes and goes. Mm-hmm. But if you gain knowledge, you know, it stays with you forever. It stays with you for a long time. And then Correct. eventually you can use that to generate more, 
more cash for yourself or more f- or, or better finance for yourself. Yes. So uh, Inky is right. Self-development is good. Um, trying to expand your men- mental capacity is good. And also yep. interpersonal relationship. I think that's yes. also another very good book to, to read on, on how to deal with people or how to be, be pleasant. Yeah. Um, uh, fortunately, unfortunately, it's not that easy these days uh, because of the social paradigm shift from mm-hmm. being engaging to now it's everything on the text. I think we've yeah. spoken about it before. If someone texts you, you high hi, Inky, with all capitals versus one which is all small letters, high, big capitals for the whole sentence looks like you're shouting at me. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So again, communication is very important. Those are some of the books that I'll probably recommend. Um, if you guys want a list, mm-hmm. just you know, drop us a line. Yeah. Yeah. Another so one. Do you recommend? Do you recommend all these uh, self help seminars? Now, now, now we have spoken about self development. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people that actually like to sign up for this um, self help seminar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Do you think it helps? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. I think well. Well, well, I think I think it actually helps a few, a couple of people. Of yeah. course, it helps the organizers. You know, it helps them get the <laughs> <laughs> You are you are literally enriching their their pockets. But it also, but probably out of the entire hall, you know, it probably will, it will change the lives of a couple of people, not everyone, a couple of people in the hall. Um, then again, end of the day is also how, uh, what kind of message you take home, and mm. like what Ali mentioned uh, earlier, most of the time, right? If you're in deep shit, then it resonates with you. Yes, but yes. if you're there just looking for inspiration, you you you're you're there hoping that you will change you, but nothing mm. actually 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 nothing major. There's nothing major going on in your life. Mm. I've seen friends who have signed up for all these uh, expensive seminars and mm-hmm. nothing changed. You know, they're still at their at the job which they hate every yep. day. You know, they 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 they, they grumble about the jobs. They, yep. they they grumble about about their personal relationships. Nothing mm. changed. And every time they come back from the seminars, they say that they claim that they they, they will change. Yes, but nothing changed. But you know why they claim that? Because during a lot of these seminars, what has happened is one or two of their barriers have broken down. Oh the yeah. Very, the very common story I always hear is that they will cry. Mm. It, it's, it's like they, they, the organizers will go into this whole thing whereby they have to break them down and the okay. whole idea is I will break you down so I can rebuild okay. you. That, that kind of philosophy. Yes, that's right. I think it works for some people but, but for most people it's like a, a, a sort of like a new experience to mm. allow that emotion of being broken down. You know, someone shouts at you and then you start thinking of all your saddest regrets and then you start crying, yes. crying, crying. Then you make some internal promises that you will change yourself and everything. Yep. Um, that is probably the most common, um, I'm sorry, a bit of a cliche that I will hear from a lot of people who have attended this. I'm not saying it's bad. I think it's good because it, it breaks you down so that, yes, it's like muscle. You need to yep. break it a little bit so that you can rebuild yes. it and be stronger. Yes, that's right. But you still have to keep exercising that muscle. It doesn't just yes. one time grow means you're buff for the rest of your life. If it was that, I would have been so happy, but that doesn't work. <laughs> so, but I think those who really want to attend is great, but to sharpen the mind, to be able to accept the full um, uh, benefit of this kind of self-help seminars, I think you should just pick up any book. Any book, and at the end of the book, if you can say you've learned three things, 
and out of the three, you can apply at least one or two consistently into your life, your work, then I think you're ready to spend that four-figure, five-figure um, self-help seminar and learn something that will actually really be beneficial. Otherwise, it's just going there to, to have a good soap opera of your own life. I mean, I'm uh, exactly. I'm a bit nasty exactly. when it comes to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, no, I'm, even, even, even to me, so it's the mm. same as well. Um, I feel that, yes, maybe it might help some people, but most people actually don't actually benefit anything from all these uh, self-help seminars. Mm. Um, because and and end of the day, so all these self-help seminars, they will funnel you into their sales pitch. You know, yeah. oh, you want to know more? You, know, you have to sign up for the, the, for next, the next one, offer. the next yeah, one, the next one, and the next one, and and the next one. It's a never-ending thing. Mm. And um, yes, you a lot of people probably need a little bit of motivation. Some people mm-hmm. push them, yep. but end of the day, right? It's still up to them. Right? Mm-hmm. It's still up to that particular individual to say, you know what. You know, I'm done with my life. I want to. I really want to change. I really mm. want to change certain parts of my life which mm-hmm. I'm really not not happy with. Mm. And um, yeah, and that particular revelation uh, revelation comes mm. from any, anywhere. It can even be even be your friend slapping you in the face and asking you you to wake up. Yeah. So yeah. So you don't really have to pay for all these kind of uh, seminars. If yeah, you, but, I think if, a, but if you really want, I can pay us. Yeah, yeah, you can you 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 can pay us and uh you uh and then we will we will uh we will drone you out with our <laughs> our constant talking. <laughs> Whatever that you are willing to pay, we're willing to match it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you a ten percent discount of whatever you were willing to pay that the, the other fellow that you don't know anyway. But you know us, and we'll be very yes, honest yes. with you. We'll 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 we we can go you know advance uh, no beginners, which is we will gentle slap you. Yeah, and the advance will be you know we were mentally hit you so hard that you you might start crying and, and <laughs> I'll pay you double just to stop it. <laughs> All right. Other so, investment. Uh, so, yeah. So, other, other sort of, of, of investment. Let me think here. All right. I'm, I'm going to go into health investment. So, when, mm. while we talk about um, investment in, in the share market, we talk about investments in, in the Forex, into properties. Um, then we talk about uh, mental. Next is physical. Everyone yeah. should have a bit of time to, to invest in yourself, in your own health. Yeah. Because what in the world is wealth going to do good for you if you can't spend it, you can't use it? Imagine you work all your life and by the time you hit 45, you drop dead. Or you yeah. have a heart attack and you mm. can't do much. Or let's say by the time you hit 50, time to retire, but you've got arthritis everywhere. You, you can't walk without, you can't enjoy without having pain the moment you start yeah. walking. So spend a little bit of time, do a little bit of investment in your health. There's so many apps out there. Um, and there's so many people out there who are, who are, who are quite, uh, can teach some amount of fitness. Um, if you want someone who's hardcore, we know this, this guy from Angola, his name is Tony. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, yeah, we haven't forgotten sir. you, Tony. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes, Tony, we know you're still listening to us. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, what are you guys coming over? Yo, when you come over, we're on the train. Right, yeah. So I totally agree with you. You know, uh, health is definitely an investment. Actually, health is just more than an investment. Because an investment is when you don't put anything in, you don't actually get any returns. Now, mm. health, on the other hand, is different. If you don't put anything in, you get negative returns. Oh, yes. Yeah, as you get older, you know, you get negative returns. Mm. So, 
what you're doing every day when you're investing in health, right? You're actually stopping your health from deteriorating at a quicker pace. Mm. It means you're slowing down your, your, the aging process. Mm-hmm. You, are, you are extending your, the, the, your twilight years. Now I would say, you know, you're extending your twilight years. Yep. So yes, it's an, it's an investment, but it is an investment that actually a lot of people have forgotten. Correct. Correct. They've yeah, taken it for granted. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people have taken it for granted. They've, they've, they've swapped, they've swapped trying to make money and trying to work hard for health. Of course, mm-hmm. you know, when you're young, not, nothing goes wrong. Everything, yep. everything's correct. Yeah. Wait till you reach Inky's age, you know? Yeah. Wait till you reach my age, you know, I've, I've creaking knees. I hurt my ACL. I can barely hop anymore. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, you are, but you are totally right. You know, you have to put time into health just like, what you mentioned, you read the book a day, you should put, you know, at least about half an hour into your, you know, in, in, into health per day, mm. at least. At least. Yeah. But it's actually not long. You don't even need half an hour. Long. You can, yeah. in fact, moving about 10 to 15 minutes but doing the correct exercise is quite yes. sufficient uh, rather than doing three hours of hardcore exercise and then you might even damage yourself. So just do enough. That's just correct. do enough. And, but do it consistently and, yes, and that's, right. that's as good as an investment it's going to yeah. be. Yeah. Um, Another one that I would say for which probably holds true um, for me, which I've not been doing very well, is investing in in rest. You need to rest. Ah, that one is interesting. Mm. So, that one is interesting. so uh, people who love to sleep, say, well, I, I've you know put too much deposit into account. But, but <laughs> again, it's one of those things. It's like it's like um, I, I don't want to say maybe go investment. You put it in right, it's not going to generate any interest for you, but it's good to have. I think I think that is tied down to a lot of things. You know, rest is tied down to to mental health, to phys- mm. to physical health as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you need to yeah you you need to rest proper, and as well as from time to time, you know, take time off for you for yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go take a know, vacation. Yeah, take a take a vacation, or mm. even if even if you can't go for a holiday, you, what you can do is you can do what what Ali does. You know, you can take a day off. Mm-hmm. Just sit and do something that you really like. You know, I, mm. if you like read books, just sit and read books. You know, mm. just, just, just go through an entire novel yep. the entire day. You know, yep. That itself is rest. Yep. So rest comes in different models. In so many, some, yeah. some, some people like to sleep. Some people like yep. to you know, chill out. Some people like to go out or even climb a mountain. You know, for them, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's rest. It's really up to mm. you. Um, you don't get confined by what people say, or oh, you must sleep only. No, no, no. So you can choose what you want, but you got to rest. And basically, it just means breaking away from your usual stressful routine. Yes. That's Having right. a different stress that's totally unrelated, it can technically be a rest from your usual routine. So yes, just rest away actually. from it. Some people like to go car racing. That's a stressful thing, you know. That's, it's damn stressful car racing. Stressful, but they love it. And, and it takes your mind away from the work for, for that couple true. of hours. Yeah, so true, it's true, really true. up to you. But invest in doing some really good rest for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. What are the things that we can tie back to, to, to some money? Because I think people still will see your dollar sign and everyone's getting brainwashed by your dollar signs there. Yeah, yeah. So I think end of the day, right? If, um, if money is really... If you really want to be so-called um, financially free, but which which you will never be, um, you really want to put some your your money into something which uh, can end of the day passively allow it to grow. 
Mm. Right. So the one thing that I've always um, um, understood and I, 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 I still do it today is invest in something that can give you compound interest. Compound mm. interest means the interest that piles up on top of one another. Yes. And so Malay have this, um, this saying, you know, sikit, sikit, jadi bukit lah. Lama-lama, dia akan jadi bukit. So it's mm. the same thing as compound uh, interest investment. Yep. Invest in something, maybe in the stock market or even something uh, as simple as invest in a fund, you know, mm. like, 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 like what you're doing, an investment fund or mm-hmm. you can invest in uh, um, this what I do. I, I invest in the US stock market. I invest mm-hmm. in the S&P 500. Mm-hmm. So the S&P 500, they have, they, they have shown on a yearly basis, it gives you the 10 to 12% back, mm. right? Yeah, it's 10 to 12%. It grows 10 to 12% every year and it's compounded interest. So Mm. you can just put your money in Mm. and just leave it there. Mm. And then every year or every couple of months, you just put more money in, a little bit of money, a little bit of excess money put inside. Mm. And before you know it, you know, in the next 30, 40 years, you know, Mm. you're sitting on a big pile of retirement fund. Then you don't have to worry anymore. Correct. But it always, you know, it always comes from very little investments first. Small yeah. amount. Small, Small amounts first. Yeah, you don't see it until it starts to compound yes. and and when it's a large amount, it compounds way much faster. It's yes, like a snowball. Right. It's like a yes, snowball. Yes, that is correct. The, that's the correct. beginning so, is just a little bit, but the moment it starts rolling when it's huge, it's, yes. whoa, it's crazy. Yes, yes, yes. I, so I think for, for, for our local crowd, um, especially the Bumi Putras, um, uh, if you have the access to ASB, please put your money in ASB. Oh, ASB is good. Max out ASB your ASB. Is good. Yeah, always, max out ASB, man. Max out your ASB before you go anywhere else because that's the most yeah. brainless place to put your money. And it is guaranteed by the government. Guaranteed. It's guaranteed. Of course, the numbers are not as great as it was 15, 20 years ago, but it is still always higher than EPF. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And it's compounded. Yes. So, Kalau ada duit, masukkan dalam ASB. Yeah. Amanah yeah. saham Bumi Putra. Max don't go, don't go and buy your iPhone for 5,000 ringgit. Go hmm. to the, go and take the 5,000, go and buy ASB. That's it. Correct. Right? Correct. Correct. Because uh, just imagine, if you somehow manage to 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 keep uh, you know, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, and you've got 100,000 in there. Okay? You've got 100,000. And the compounded interest is 7%. Every year, it's a free iPhone for you. Yeah. Don't even need to touch your principal. You're buying a free iPhone every year. Yes, yes. But getting the first 100, that's the one. You have to just keep going yes. in. Just keep yeah, going you in, keep going in, going in and, and, and keep putting. Yeah. So, But the other one that I also would probably want to caution people is um, when they take loans to put into ASB. Yeah. Ah, yeah, a lot of banks yeah. are doing that. A lot of these loan officers are doing that, and they tell you, you work on the margin. Yes, you are at a net gain. I agree. Yes, so they, they loan to you at four percent or five percent, but you are gaining at about seven percent. So you always make two to three percent as a gain. So and because when you go in, you went in. Let's say you borrow a hundred thousand, you already had a hundred thousand in. Yes. And then when you repay, you repay in a smaller amount. So overall, you can still win. And I think if you've got no commitments, no future commitments for, let's say, if you took the loan for 10 years, so for the next 10 years, you don't want to buy anything. No house, no car, no house, no, nothing no, expensive. No new car, no new house, no new anything. That's fine. Go ahead. But 
if you are just starting in your career and you say someone said take this and can make money yes you can make money but it also locks up your credit yes nanti nak beli rumah nak beli kereta yes. tak cukup right. credit score that's right then you will that's regret right. yeah. yeah and what's worse if you miss a payment then yes. it really screws up your credit score mm, you miss that payment the <laughs> uh, interest that comes back yes or exactly. bite you so if you took a loan to to pay for asb that's the first thing you got well that and your credit card bill will be the first thing you need to pay yes exactly mm. exactly so, so one so one of the tip that i've learned over the years from many people i've seen many people make mistakes and many smart people have told me the same thing over and over again is invest with the money that you have extra that you are will that you can afford to lose mm-hmm. it means you put your money in mm-hmm. you assuming that you never see it again yep Just put it in. Do not put money that you can't afford to lose. You can't mm. put in your retirement fund. You can't put in the money that that, that you're meant for your kids. For. Yeah, meant for yeah. your kids or meant for your parents. Or medical bills. You can't mm. do that. Or 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 as you mentioned, don't take a loan to put in the investment mm. because end of the day, if you miss one or two payments, the mm. banks are not going to. The banks are not going to be nice on you. Yeah, the there's no but, there's no balas kasihan. They will yeah, just the banks going to chase you. Banks are going to chase you down. So I think here, I uh, for for us idiots 101, uh, one of the things that I want to to highlight is the slight thing about savings and investment. So when you get your money, it's a good habit to actually pump money into savings first. Yes. Then you go buy your other stuff. Yes, that's right. Then whatever excess after that, then you yes. dump into investments. That's true. That's true. So that's the correct way. Of course, even I don't practice that very well. Ah, yeah, we don't really practice it. Yeah. So one of the things that I actually heard very, 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 very good is, you have the one third rule. Mm. It means whatever salary you have, right, you split into three accounts. Yeah. The first account is savings. Mm-hmm. Second account is to pay for your mortgages and everything else. Mm-hmm. And of course, and and also for you to use, mm-hmm. right? For for you for you to buy groceries, for you to go and eat, you know, for for you to go and spend. Mm-hmm. And the third one is for investment. It means you keep it for for investment. But this takes a lot of discipline. And unfortunately, I think most of us don't actually don't. have that discipline to actually do it. Yeah. And the problem is because banks are overboring a lot of us to be fair mm-hmm. if if anything i fought the banks for putting me in a bit of a tight spot for quite <laughs> some time mainly because when you want to apply you're right you're supposed to have only one third of your salary is meant to pay for for loans yes but now they've increased it to two thirds yes that's right so one third is for your living expense Two thirds of your salary. So, for example, if you earn three thousand ringgit, you can take your monthly loan. Your monthly repayment can be up to two thousand. Two thousand ringgit. It should have been just only a thousand. Yeah. Then you're stuck. You have to choose. You want the house, or you want the car, yeah. or what you want. But now that yeah. it's become two thousand, and then you've got your all your purchases, your living expense, your makan, your entertainment. Then your credit bill, credit card bill falls in this one third, which yeah. Rolls yeah, over yeah. to the next one. That's yeah, the dangerous yeah, yeah, part. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well. So when it comes to that, so one of the thing that I want to highlight is this investment, yeah. right? Your car is not an investment. Oh no, right? it's not an investment. Ladies and gentlemen, your car is not an asset. Also, it's even a liability. Banks, yes, mm. even though banks claim it's a it's an it's a depreciating asset, it's not an asset. Ah, uh, okay, mm. it's a liability. Correct. Right? Every time, the moment you purchase your car, the moment you've paid for your car. And the moment you've signed the contract, your car loses value on that day itself, really. 
Yes. Haven't even hey, delivered to you yet. <laughs> Haven't delivered to you, right? you yeah. already start depreciating already. The mm-hmm. moment it touches the floor, the moment the tire goes on the goes on the road, again, the particular value drops down. So the moment you go, yes. Finish. Yes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So don't put money, and, I, and I've seen a lot of people, you know, they, they, with their first salary, second salary, they put a down payment for, for, for a car they can, they can barely afford. Yes. You know, they can actually barely afford. Hmm. So, and then a lot of times they get stuck, you know, Correct. they get fired from the job, like now MC, a lot of them lost the jobs and what yeah. happens now, you can't, you can't pay for your car because you, you have no savings. Yes. And now, banks come and repossess your car, mm. take the car away. You still mm. have to pay for the loan now, even though the banks have repossessed. Mm. Now it screws up your credit score. You and you can't take another car. loan. Yeah, and you don't now, have a car. Yeah. And now you don't have a car yeah. and you have to screw up credit score and your old bank money. So, so my, my, my take is always, as much as we like fancy cars, mm. especially guys, you know, yep. we always, you know, we always uh, envision ourselves driving a nice big fancy sedan or that mm. nice uh, fancy sports car. Make sure you have everything else in order first. All sorted out. Yes, All everything sorted else out. sorted out. Your, your housing mortgage sorted out, you have mm. re- enough savings, you have mm. investments in other things mm. and then when you have the excess cash lying mm. around, you can put it into your car, no problem. Yep. Yep, yep. So I think this one, especially for those who like to do car mods and everything, I think it's fun. Oh, it's, yeah. it's it's a hobby. I mm-hmm. I I've got nothing against it, but just be careful that you don't want to overspend doing the modifications and, and stuff that is fun, but you end up not getting the value back. Unless you're mm-hmm. a car racer or, or, or you're making movies out of it, or there's a value that comes back to you, um, then it's fine. But otherwise if it's an as as what uh inky says if it's an excess that you already have you've already settled everything go ahead enjoy it yeah. enjoy it because it's your own pleasure it's for yes. your own pleasure uh, uh we, we can't fault you for that but don't use that as the first payment to go and oh no splurge on that and and regret it later yes exactly oh another investment that um that people like to talk about would be a uh, gold and diamond ah yeah <laughs> well, this, okay. one is, this one is age old this one uh, the Indian yeah, this, the this, mama this, yeah yeah so gold investment so mm. of course gold right has that intrinsic value you know and it means that for thousands and thousands of years right people have fought over gold you know people love gold so mm-hmm. gold has that particular value mm-hmm. um, however a lot of people fail to understand that physical gold mm-hmm. actually costs more than what they're worth mm. Because they actually charge you for the workmanship and, and whatever not. And that one, and that particular charge, right? You can't claim back. Imagine yes. you paid for a bracelet that's a thousand ringgit. Yep. But you can only resell it for six or seven hundred because that is the value of the, the gold, gold. Of yes. in the in the bracelet itself. Yep. The, the the rest that you paid was actually the workmanship to actually produce it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's why even if let's say you bought from Pokong. You will get yeah. better rates in Pokong. You never get the same rates anywhere else. Yes, yes, that's so, right. So, right. so if you really want to invest in gold, it's a long game. Yeah, gold is a long game. It's yeah. a long game. You buy, let's say, one gram at, at let's say once upon a time eighty ringgit, and now it's worth let's say hundred and forty ringgit. So you've made that sixty ringgit uh, yep. gain, but it's a long game with no interest. Yeah, I would say if you really want to get gold, you get paper gold. 
No, don't get actual physical gold. Get mm. paper gold. Mm. Um, I think a couple of banks actually sell paper gold. You know, you buy and then they, it's 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 like a it's like stocks like, or bonds yep. like, you know, they, they issue you a cert yep. and that's all. Then, but however, also, you know, your money is kind of stuck there because yeah, you can liquidate anytime, but it might not be the, at the right price. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it might not be at the right price. And like what Ali said, like it's a long game. It's a, it's a long really game. long game. You know, actually, it's, I, I, it's I, I years still, and years. I just still have some paper gold. You have some paper gold? Oh, I, good lah. Just I, keep I, it. Just keep I, it, man. I bought it when uh, when when pub, Public Bank first launched their, their ah, paper yes, gold. Yes, yes, yes. Their, their paper gold account. Yes. I, I, found my bank, I found my bank book the other day and I bought it for... Oh, the first round, I bought it for 88 ringgit per gram. Okay. You you never hear eighty eight per gram for gold anymore. Oh, no, it's impossible already now. <laughs> <laughs> you should sell it now. Now now gold is worth a lot. Yeah, yeah, but, but unfortunately, I, I think I've only got like ten grams left inside. I've already you know done some trading, made some good money from it. Um, but good. yeah, so it was fun. It was a very fun project back then, and I got one of my staff to actually follow me, and, and he invested in it. Unfortunately, he spent it on uh, the the earnings onto a Ponzi scheme, and he lost everything. Ah, okay lah. Mm. That sucks lah. Okay, right. so final um, final take is yeah. um uh Ponzi scheme. You guys uh be very careful on Ponzi scheme. Anything that says I think we've spoken about this before. Uh, anything that gives you that prom promise return within eighteen yes. months, you will get back everything. That yes. is usually as good as a Ponzi scheme because you don't need to yes. do anything. If it's a share market like Inky, he has to monitor. Yes, that's right. That's he right. Need, he gets that's the heartbeat right. when it goes up. Yes. He also gets the heartbeat when it goes down. He needs to monitor. He needs to make the call whether to sell or to hold. Yes, that's right. But, but things that says, just put your money in and every month we'll give you back 15%, 15% or, or 10%, 10% in one year or 8% every month and in uh, 15 months, you'll get back all your investment. Okay, that's a Ponzi scheme because mm. you're not doing anything. Anything that says don't do work, we'll give you back to you. It's a Ponzi scheme. That's a, yeah. one thing that you might want to avoid. Yes, yes, yes. So the one thing that I want to uh, take back message is this. Investing is not sexy. Right, it's a long game, you know, it's long, you know, it's years and years, it's 10, 20, 15, uh, uh, 30, 40 years. And it's a stressful um, game. It's a stressful game, it's a mm -hmm. long game. Um, invest what you have, mm -hmm. right? What you have, access, you have excess time, you, you invest your excess time, you have, uh, you have excess cash, you, you invest your excess cash. And you only see returns not, not today and not tomorrow, but you see mm -hmm. years down the line. Yes. So whether it's a financial investment, whether it's investing to health, investing to knowledge, investing to yourself, you will only see returns many, many years down the line. But so there is a saying, there are, the best time to plant a tree was 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. But the next best time to plant a tree is today. Correct. So that in next thirty years' time, you get yeah. to reap the benefits. Correct. So you wouldn't. So you would. So that that's what investing is. Yes. So you have to start early. You must be consistent. You have mm. to water the tree every day, and eventually you get the rest under the tree. But and you need to wait. That that's and you need to wait. It's uh, just you wait. To wait. It's just you have to wait. It's almost like saying if I bought, let's say, um, um, anything, something as stupid as a bag of twisties ten years okay. ago. Now, it would have gone up, you know. Let's say it used to be like two ringgit. Today, it's selling at four ringgit. So, in 10 years, it doubled up. Mm. 
Isn't that the same as if you bought a property and it doubles up yeah. in 10 years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, same just thing. that. So, to see as an expiry yeah, date. La, that's it. La. It's, a, it's, it's a long game. Like. A Everything long game. is a long game. La. But end of the day, right, when you're at the end of the finishing line, when you look back, of course, you'll be glad that you actually did it. Yes. So whatever it is, investment in the stock market, investment in your own knowledge, in yourself, in your health, Play it for the long game. Don't play yeah. it for the short game. There are no shortcuts. There are no, yeah, there are no shortcuts. There are no uh, let's follow the signal investment because one day when they give you the wrong signal, that's when you wipe out and that's yes. how they get you into debt and you are in their, in their, in their palms and their control. There's no yes. such thing as you know watching one YouTube and you can be a doctor. There's no... That's correct. That's correct. Yep. It's like it's like getting abs, lah. You know, it's like you go to the gym and get abs. You can't mm. go to the gym today and hope the abs come out tonight. You know, right. it's years and years of consistent going to 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 the gym to exercise, eating right, sleeping correct. right. Then the abs appear. Correct. You can't be like big, round, and put on one of those muscle stimulating machine and <laughs> and still continue eating and it will form that six packs for you in, in, in four weeks. It just doesn't work that way. You have to do lots yeah. of commitment. Yes, you have to commit. All right, guys. So, um, we will be having, I'm trying to get hold of uh, some um, interesting guests Interesting guests for our next uh-huh. session. Hopefully, it will be next week. If not, then it might be the week after. And uh, we'll be talking a little bit on body shaming. So, this, ah, okay. this there'll be this guest, if anyone knows him, so a little bit of a teaser, he took four months off social media. He was a big time social media influencer. Okay. And he took four months off because he okay. was so stressed from people body shaming him. Body shaming him. him. Body shaming him Understood. to the point of depression. And he had so very low self-value of himself. Mm-hmm. Even though he was actually a very likable person, but he just in his mind, it's like he's just replaying that, you know, he's useless, useless. So, body shaming. So, that will be probably next week or the week after uh, topic. We'll see when is his free time and we'll coordinate. Alright. So, until next time, this is Two Docs. I'm uh, Dr. Inky. And I'm Dr. Ellis. We're signing off. Yay. Ciao. Bye.